The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap for this week's Honda Classic. And joining me to break it all down, Mark Immelman is here. Mark, good to have you. It's good to be with you, Rick. I've been looking at social media, and I see you in your swanky new digs there at the wind. How about that? Yeah, that's good stuff. I was going to lobby for a job. That was cool stuff there, man. How are you? Yeah, we'll have to get you in there. I'm doing well. Um, you know who's not doing well, Mark? Some of these guys out there at PGA National. Are you enjoying watching uh, our best golfers in the world get smacked around a little bit? Uh, you know, yes, I, I am. <laughs> I, I, I am sitting with a mouthful of teeth because in our preview show and folks, I'm offering for I'm asking your forgiveness that I was talking about this Bermuda golf course, which it typically is, that is completely right overseeded now. So. Uh, I feel like in a funny sort of a way that's making judging flowers and stuff into these firm greens a little easier. But still, I mean, it's playing well over par, places a handful. And you look at scorecards and you see, okay, this guy's one over through 11 for argument section. Like, all right, he's good for 73 or four because you're going to get through that stretch of holes, 14, 15, 16, 17, and, uh, and then 18, which is the five. One of two on the course is just no bargain. So it, it's a mean golf course and and... And there's never any let up. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, there really is no easy, whole, you know, stretch of golf that mm. you can kind of uh, take advantage of. Well, Daniel Berger's made it look easy for two straight days: 65 on Thursday, 65 again on Friday. And Mark, I was looking for the bogeys on the card. Just one. In 36 holes, now he gets the long rest, plenty of time to get ready for his very late afternoon Saturday tea time. You know what? That's insanity because I'm looking here and through um, in round two, there were 444 bogeys from the field on the course, 70 doubles and 10 others. Cumulative, get this. Uh, I sound like you guys in the strokes game. 898 bogeys, 148 doubles. 19 others and this cat has cruised around this place 36 holes just one bogey on the card and it didn't i mean he's barely breaking a sweat right now and and again this golf course is just not that easy and he's double digits already i i dare say he cruised from here but if he shoots um, a couple of 69s which is another two under that may that that may just be enough and what he's doing is he's forcing the rest of the field to have to be the aggressor and you cannot afford to do that around here our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook have Daniel Berger at minus 120 to win this week's Honda Classic. So that means it's him versus the field. And Caesars kind of likes Daniel Berger a little bit more than the rest of the field. So it's not going to be easy, Mark. We know he made it look easy, but the weekend comes with more pressure. It comes with uh, just more risk. I, is there any way that Berger just kind of 
you know, does what you say, shoots a couple under par on Saturday and Sunday and runs away with this thing? I think it's likely because, look, he's very familiar with the golf course. Um, when he has been in contention, a couple of events in uh, Memphis at Southwind, he's finished. Um, when he was at Colonial, he and uh, Colin Morikawa a few seasons ago were kind of going after a little bit, and he posted Boga that was and finished and then won the thing in an, in an extra hole. So he, he's got that junkyard dog thing about him, you know, where he, he, when, once he gets a bite, he never lets go. And and he hits the ball really flat. It's low. It's reliable. Everything kind of peels from left to right. He can draw it if he needs to, but he barely ever goes to that. And he's a real field putter who puts the ball with kind of dying speed. You'll never see him really run a ball at a hole. And sometimes that doesn't work out for him because he'll, he'll sort of leak a short putt from 10 feet up there and it, it won't go in a la Tiger Woods with a little energy. But that means his three-putt avoidance is a pretty good number. And so around this place, if you keep the ball in the fairway, which he's doing, you hit the ball on the greens and you just kind of rumble the ball up there and tap in, the rounds become stress-free as far as possible. And then if I'm chasing, if anyone's chasing Berger now, you try and force the issue you get in the rough a little bit, you hit the ball in the water, all of a sudden the, the, the stress raises. And I talked about this golf course, how it challenges you emotionally and mentally a little too. And he's sort of this easy, you know, vibing as you guys call him. He just he cruises, you know, and he's cruising right now. He certainly is three shots clear of his closest chaser. That chase pack mark includes Chris Kirk at seven under par, three back. Mark Hubbard, six under par, so that's four back. And Adam Svensson, the man who you have chosen as the top Canadian this week, uh, still out there on the golf course, but he's also six under par. So of those golfers in that immediate chase pack, would you rather be in the clubhouse or would you rather have four holes to go, Mark? <laughs> I'd rather be in the clubhouse. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone playing so. the place is the same thing too. I mean, uh, Svensson is finishing on the front nine, which, look, it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Seven is a mean par three. Six is a mean par four. I think he's through six right now. He had hit it pretty close there on five when I last looked. Um, but it's the easier of the two sides to finish on because the bear trap is out there on the other side. And as I look through the the, the, the chasers, they play similar games to, um, to Svensson. Kirk also hits a flattish ball flight, but it moves from right to left. Contrast to Berger, he's unflappable. You know, doesn't really get too phased about stuff. Also is a real sort of, if you watch him around the greens, long language swings, lots of feel, kind of touchy. Um, Svensson is the same thing, maybe a little bit more power than the other two. But, uh, you know, it's a flattish ball flight with a little draw when he's at his best. So they're all playing a similar sort of game, which is closer to the ground, out of the wind a little bit, and a one-dimensional sort of a ball flight, which is sort of what this golf course requires. Svensson 12 to 1 over at Caesar Sportsbook. Hubbard is 16 to 1. Chris Kirk 7 to 1. And Mark, you have him as your top Canadian. And usually being in a, a tie for third would be a pretty good position. But Roger Sloan lurking just three shots back of Svensson. Taylor Pendrith also two under par. It's going to be a good one for top Canadian coming down the stretch, I think. Yeah, well, I guess a lot of them come down from Canada during <laughs> the Canadian winters to play these golf courses in the south of Florida. Now, jokes aside, I mean, they're all good players, but. Svensson has got a little something about him. Uh, Sloan is good. He's a big, strong guy, hits the ball hard, contended last year at the, the Rocket Mortgage, so he's got a bit of experience. Um, Mackenzie Hughes was lurking around there. He played pretty well, too. So it's a good group of golfers, and there's some talented kids coming out of Canada. You know, when I was 
back in college coaching, I had a couple on my team who who could have comfortably played the PGA Tour, certainly the Corn Ferry Tour. And so they just seem to be doing something right. And they all have this ice hockey thing about them um, because obviously ice hockey is the big deal over there. And so they play with a very strong, very square club face, hit the ball very hard, very square, kind of flattish. If it gets in the air, it's hit like launched up there, a la Nick Taylor, where the rest of them, like Mackenzie used, he's almost prototypical to me. Shorter swing, sharper action, very strong club face. And, and they all seem to be doing good things. And they've got some great teachers in Derek Ingr Ingram and company up there. And so, you know, they, they've got a good crop of young golfers right now. I'm looking through this leaderboard and no offense to any of these guys, but outside of Daniel Berger here, you start looking at this top 20. There's not a lot of super high end, high world golf ranking. However, you want to break this down. I mean, Shane Lowry is a handful of strokes back. Gary Woodland is at two under par, but some of the guys that were the favorites to you know, win this golf tournament before it started. They're they're not really in sight in sight outside of Daniel Berger. So I wonder uh, who is most likely to kind of mount something from this chase pack, if anybody. There's not a lot of wins behind. I would say I'd be looking at Svensson. I'll look at Chris Kirk too. You know, he's not going to go away. Um, yeah, and, and, and I and I think Lowry is. You know, he's got that way about him. You know, um, where he's won a major championship, so he's done it at the highest level. So he's proved to himself that he can weather the proverbial storm, which is what the weekend to me is going to represent. You know, we saw the winds kick up a little bit. It's just enough to kind of keep you off balance. And, and he's proved to himself over 72 holes under difficult conditions there at Port Rush that he can do it. Now, this is a, diff a different golf course, but the challenge remains the same. Keep the ball away from the disaster. Just kind of live to to, to fight another hole um, avoid the errors off the scorecard and you're on your way. And and, and he's a, a good ways back of Berger, who's going to be a tough out. But, you know, I think him and, and Svensson and Kirk represent, to me, the best uh, the, the best opportunities. I must give a nod to Chase Seifert, who was mm -hmm. a Monday qualifier for this thing. And uh, if he keeps doing what he's doing, then he gets himself into next week at API and, and, and the, the road sort of opens up for him. Yeah, I want to go even further down that odds board that Jacob is showing right now, thanks to Caesar Sportsbook. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance 
against Jogger because I, I like the Jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. I'm looking at some of these longer odds here, some bigger names. Brooks Kepka, Mark, 40 to 1 right now. He's 10 back. Mm-hmm. 10 back to anyone is a little bit scary. But 10 back to Daniel Berger, who doesn't feel like he's just going to go out there and cough it up early on Saturday morning, uh, is a little bit crazy. If that doesn't interest you, maybe Alex Norin at 50 to 1. He's a little bit closer. He's 8 back. He's at minus 2. And I mentioned Gary Woodland who is currently sitting also at minus two. He's 66 to one. So if we kind of say, all right, maybe Berger doesn't win it. Could any of the bigger dogs, the Kepkas, the Norans, maybe the Gary Woodlands come up and chase him down? Well, yeah, you know, anyone could. That's just the nature of this golf course. If you sort of get hot, I was trying to look through scores during the break there and, and see what the low rounds were. And I think the low round might have been 65, which is Berger. And that's uh, five under par around this place, uh, unless there was something lower. Do correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Straka and Mark Hubbard shot 64s. So so 64 thus far is low. Um, That's Thursday, Friday. You know, pressure gets ratcheted up over the weekend. And unless they really soften the golf course and set these hole locations up easy, I don't see many of those being shot. And that's six under. So Berger is a 10. You know, if he just shoots par, he stays at 10. Where Brooks, for argument's sake, he's got to shoot 64. That gets him to eight. And then he's got to do 67 to overtake that. So he's got to do 11 under par over the weekend. Uh, unless they really set it up easy and the wind lays down, it's not happening. So so for me, Berger, who grew up, I don't want to say hard scrabble, but the stories from Steve Marino and all the guys who lived down there in the south of Florida, they're like this 14-year-old kid, white hair, Daniel Berger used to show up with all the PGA Tour pros who lived down there, get in the money games, and he would hold his own. And he proved to them there that he was up for the battle. Then he went to Florida State, came, was decent, came back, and he's just gone from strength to strength. And with Cameron McCormick, it's like the ball striking has got better, and the self-confidence is high. And that's the one thing Berger has always had. You know, whether you know he was a rookie on the tour, he was pretty, you know, uh, a lot of belief in himself. And now a few wins later... He believes he belongs. And so he's not going to capitulate unless something absolutely crazy happens. What should we look for over the weekend? Obviously, the bear trap, 15, 16, 17, playing very difficult, but there's a stretch from 5, 6, and 7 that statistically is even harder, 10, 11, and 12. Is the golf course the story over the weekend? Will it be won and lost on those kind of uh, the bear trap of of the back, truly 15, 16, 17, and what we need a name for 5, 6, and 7? There was a, a comment in the chat, Mark. Maybe we could call it the cub trap. Maybe we need a new name for that three-hole stretch, but is that where this tournament's going to be won? and lost well five six and seven to me should be like the alligator trap or whatever because there's water and stuff everywhere and there's reptiles about the place and those holes are mean and 
in our setup show, I talked about how this golf course comes at you in waves. Um, one, uh, two is difficult. Three, there's a stretch of holes that are easy-ish. Then it starts to ratchet up. And then nine is softer. It's eight and nine are shortish. Then 10, 11, 12 are nasty. Um, and 14 in is difficult. So, yeah, the, the, the waves of holes you need to watch out for. And if someone's chasing, let's say, because you're not going to have the 2T start like you do out on the West Coast. So it's not like someone will get out and play one side early and get the leg up on the easier nine, if you will. Uh, if someone gets through 12 holes, I would say, like four or five under, then they have the chance of doing something special. But I just don't see you closing with a real bang. Now, that being said, Kurt Kitayama did have a real flourish around the turn, but that was on the other side unless my memory fails me. So so if you like you know, four-ish, five-ish after 11, which is a difficult hole, then you have the chance perhaps, but you still got to close. And the thing about it, Rick, is that as a golfer, the players sort of know, like, like they know these holes are difficult. Mm -hmm. So if I'm five under through 11, I'm not necessarily drop, dropping the anchor mentally and just trying to get it in. But I know that if I get it in, it's a heck of a round and I've got a chance. Right. And then I would say over the weekend, what the people should watch for is if someone does happen to post and something funny happens with Berger, typically this place, you know, if you're first in and the wind's blowing and the greens are crispy on Sunday afternoon, you do have the, the advantage. Fascinating stuff. It's not going to be easy. Whoever wins, it's going to have to earn it because this golf course, PGA National, is certainly putting up quite the challenge. We'll be back after each and every round the rest of the way to discuss it. But for now, big thanks to producer Jacob. He does all the hard work behind the scenes. And that's Mark Immelman, who you can find on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. It is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.